Fee. I'm here. No queefing. Oh. No queefing. Nope. 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 Hey, Fee. Pat. Pat. This is not an issue. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion, and at the end, we will attempt, (laughs) hopefully successfully, to sing a song. (laughs) What the fuck was that? You'll find out. (laughs) Are we beatboxing now? Wasn't that last week horribly? Recording live from Camp Fifi in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, pervert. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie, and we are here. Okay, guys, this is it. We did it. What did we do? What? You realize that this is show <gasps> one zero. Double digits. We have now Ooh. entered double digits. We're so special. Double digits. <sighs> I think in 10 shows, we've actually pretty much rocked it. So, I think so. Uh, now that we are professionals, we are expecting you guys <laughs> to send us money. And. Uh, <laughs> And there's some things that we'd like that we'll probably end up talking about. But first, potato. We should have a jingle for potato mayhem. Yeah, we should. Why haven't we you do? written that? You've written one for everything I else. I am a fucking <laughs> failure. Potato mayhem. Today's topic of uh, potato mayhem would be uh, usually it's events that have happened in our hosting lives. And uh, Abyss is giving me a little sideways glance, but I think we should talk about figging. Like, like the thing that goes in a Newton? <laughs> figging newtons that like would be the, awesome who like would... when we pull the fruit off the tree in my backyard yeah. that's no like no? the things mm. that abyss's uh tubby dogs eat all of it <laughs> <laughs> yes, no i am actually do. talking about the act the uh kinky sexual act of figging which is you um hone down a ginger root it comes in a large kind of hand-shaped thing and you shave it down and then you place it into the rectum or vagina of a willing participant, depending on which orifice is available. And it causes a sensation. Does it now? It's tingly. Is it tingly? It's, so I've heard. I will not speak as an expert. You're not, you're not one of those doms that's like, I will try everything that I do to you. you know, I am absolutely <laughs> not that type of dom, actually. I just listen to the person I play with and you know go from there. Well, we, we had, uh, let's see, Mark isn't here, but we had uh, kind of training wheels and we were like, hey, let's check this out. So we used an Altoid. Yeah, Altoid was, the night before. That was yeah. after after last week's show. We, yeah. we, we, uh, on poor Mark? See, this uh, is, yeah, uh, on both of them. On both of you them. Were, you you oh, were here, weren't you? No. No, no, no she, she had, she had You left. You guys That's waited right. till I left. You left. She left. And, and, and so then, so Boogie took Abyss into the pantry and, and, and produced an Altoid and put it in her butt and then took. No, you and then, didn't. You did Mark's. Like, no, no, you did. Right. You did. Yeah, you did. He did mine, and then Mark was like, "Oh, I want to. I want to. I want to." Right. And she comes trompsing <laughs> over, and so he puts it up her butt, and I'm standing there, and she suddenly doubles. Oh my over. <laughs> The two very different reactions <laughs> were amazing because one of them's like, "Oh, this is kind of fun," and the other one's like, Wah. 
<laughs> and Mark's more of a masochist, so she was into it. But yeah, she was buckled yeah, over. She was... See, perverted podcast listeners, this is the stuff we do after the show. <laughs> we have a salad, we eat healthy, and the, the then it's just keeps and then it's time to explore each other. But yeah, it was awesome. No, so my... the Altoid had like a really neat effect on both like you when you know you farted cool and refreshing yes it was very nice actually my butt was like ah was your was your was your butt curiously strong it was, it was. curiously <laughs> it was, it strong was, it was very i nice. want a sponsorship from fucking altoids <laughs> that's what i want let's put that i guarantee you, but, you so basically it went altoids. so well that the, you, you decided to go on to we went on to the next night ginger. because there was this whole well figging 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 you know which is very popular and very scary to a lot of people and you know abyss was like i'm down and mark was like i'm down and abyss is like me first god damn it because <laughs> we had talked about it for months and months and uh and so i'm like well i just want to make sure fair is fair so we should do it on you tomorrow and so we went and we went to the store and we bought you know we picked out the certain thing and i had been reading i'll be honest this was i had not figged someone obviously putting things in icy hot and you know uh, throat lozenges on the clit. You sneak one in your mouth when you're going down on someone and you sneak a throat lozenge I've done in your that mouth. Ice. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I like that this is all like a list of things that are on my list of things you are not allowed to do to me. All of these things are listed. <laughs> that no is food, awesome. No ice. No Yeah, no Fifi's like, Fifi's like, like no. Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> Fifi, she was like, no, you're not putting it. Food is a hard no. limit. And I'm like, it's an Altoid. It's no. not food. I'll shove it up your ass right now. It's <laughs> vegan. <laughs> it's totally vegan. Vegan friendly. God so uh, we went, got a ginger, and he he whittled a very lovely butt plug. Oh. Looked like a shark tooth, and the bottom was flared. By the way, for safety. Smart. See, so I would have thought that Abyss would have chosen the biggest, fattest piece of ginger she could find. Because she's the a whore. She's like the dragon ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Anally, not as much as vaginally. Well, and it was funny though, because I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, and he puts it in. I'm all, huh. Ooh, that's a little, that's a little warm because it was funny because I went off the Altoid, which was very it was actually kind of chilly. It was a little <laughs> cool on my butt, and the other one. Uh, but I, I I enjoyed it. It was it was interesting. I, I did a little tingly dance at one point, <laughs> but um, it, was, it was adorable. It was very it was very interesting, but um, it was uh, <laughs> it was a thing. And do it again? Would you do it again? Yeah. Didn't you, I didn't like you yeses say like once? that. That is what I like about you, Abyss. You are a yes person. Not always. Not always, but yes on this one, yes. Did you say that they originally did that for horses to make Originally, the, the, the rumor myth is, is that originally in the old days, if you wanted to sell an old horse and make it look like it was young and lively to get a better price they would shove ginger in the horse's ass and then the horse would be like, fuck oh, you. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> in, in a horse's ass, I, no, had, I did not see this on our that set noise. list, P. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we're going to go bestiality today. Is that illegal <laughs> in some states? I believe Actually, it is. We're going to talk about that too. Okay, but... very good. So anyway, so I just got to say, and she's looking at me so dirty, don't do it, don't do it. I'm sorry. A lot of people do figging, and it's exciting, and it's wonderful, but we had to step it up a notch. We had to go to the next level, because that's what you got to do when you're a pervert like Count Boogie. Yeah, the first time you do figging, let's step it up a notch. Let's step it up a notch. (laughs) So maybe afterwards, took it out, took some pictures of it, cleaned it off. It wasn't dirty. She was very clean. She was very clean. She cleaned out. So... um. Because I have to say that or she'll stab me in the fucking throat with a pencil. Um, It's true. So afterwards, I'm like rinsing it. She's upstairs, you know, and I am rinsing it off. And and I look at the teapot. (laughs) 
And I could look, and there's some lemon there, some cinnamon. And God damn it, if we didn't make ourselves some post-fig and tea. Oh, my God. Yes! And! I did not just hear that. You, you did. did. No. Made tea. We Cannot made tea out of it. Here. It was the best goddamn tea I ever had. I think you've cured me of my tea fetish. No, no, no. It was, it <laughs> no, was we, fucking like, we sexy. We washed it, and then it was... Uh, and then I scraped, scraped, you know, scraped it off. Well, and it is, it is it. abyss's feet, ass, which yeah. you could, in you, this case, you, literally And abyss is like, hey, wait a minute. Didn't I just teach about this on the I podcast? Know. I'm like, no, no, honey. No, no. <laughs> it's cool. I scraped it all off. It technically doesn't even exist in that realm, you know, because it's organic. And then we boil it. So, yeah, that's what we did. And then again, you've eaten my pussy cookies. I have eaten your pussy cookies. You really delicious. like putting food in my my body orifice and then eating and it then afterwards. Eating. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> seems to be a, trend. a thing he does. Uh, I do. You know why? Because I'm awesome. I thought he was gonna go. One, because I two, three, four. Fat livestock. Come on. Fat life, fat life, oh, life. is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people, and every week we talk a little bit about the stuff that fat life people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about specifically has granted us permission to do so. <sighs> All right, I so guess I, we're new affiliates. New affiliates. I got to read the affiliates because I, we're just going to let's just do it in the beginning do of the bit it. instead of the end of the I bit, so it. we can talk about the affiliate program as we talked about last week. Is specific groups on FetLife that we have joined forces with to kind of cross promote each other, so that the people who listen to us will go and investigate them because they're just amazing topics that people are curious about. So the uh, the new groups that we have, very excited about this one: uh, Rituals, Rules, and Contracts. Have you guys been to that one? Yeah. Um, which, of course, applies to many aspects of our play and lifestyle. And their uh, mission statement is a forum to share one's love and passion for rituals, rules, and contracts in the alternative lifestyle. So please mm. either go to our FetLife group or check them out from our website in the FetLife page and go and check them out. And then, of course, this one, yay! <laughs> As <laughs> most of us on this uh, this uh, show here are polyamorous, so um, anytime we join, <laughs> except for Fee. <laughs> um, so it's not just about having information for you to get the fine perverted podcast listeners. I need information <laughs> on more polyamory. So we have now joined forces. Very excited. Practicing polyamory on FetLife, the group on FetLife. A discussion group for topic tips. Shut up. I'm so excited. <laughs> a discussion group for topics in polyamory and open relationships with minimal moderation. Questions can be asked of the group anonymously by using our Ask Poly service. So those are Neat. our two new groups. We have about another five others. It's really exciting. They're coming in way faster than I thought. So... There they are. Go check them out. We're joining. They seem like That's really cool. great. Uh, they seem like really great resources, both of them. Yeah. We're really it trying is. to get a varied amount of topics. Of course, we have 11 daddy girl ones because... <laughs> Because it's just awesome. Because of you. Because they're awesome yeah. and supportive. And, uh -huh. and we're, we well, I'm glad you chose a sound spanking because that's now officially one of my favorite ones. That yeah, is, I really like that one. That is really cool. So we're going to be talking about a thread entitled Spanking in Public. And there was a comment from lovely Laura. And she said that she was with a group of friends in a restaurant and they were the only ones in the restaurant aside from the waitress who was a very young, pretty, uh, innocent looking girl. And they were goofing off and the dom with them started, you know, fake punishing them and they all, he started spanking them. And she said that 
the poor waitress got this horrified look on her face and had to come over and say, are you guys okay? Because she was just totally freaking out. So I thought that was amazing. It had never occurred to me because the two points that uh, I want to bring up are that playing in public involves something we probably don't consider at the time, and that's non-consensually involving people in your scene. Mm-hmm. I- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm the devil's advocate some shit at certain levels. Uh, fine, I'll just go because I always go last and I should go first because I'm awesome. Anyway, right. this is... This is a kind of a debate like what is that level to where you're all you are including other people into the scene um, because we've had people uh, Miss D you know our, our loving matriarch of threshold crotchety Miss D 400,000 years old Stop Jesus. That. she always talks about seeing people going around with leashes and collars like walking through public and that that's very offensive and that you're including everyone into your scene and I don't agree with that. I agree if you're doing a sex act, like maybe spanking or, you know, public blowjob, you know, f- you know, in a pizza place or something like that, that that um, would be considered uh, including someone <laughs> he just got excited. in your play. But I think certain things like what you wear, if you have a leash collar, if you're wearing your collar in public, I don't think that you're, you know, that's your freedom of expression. And I think if it's illegal, obviously you've now crossed the line, but. Well, I think it's. Those are all clothing or whatever. This is actual physical contact. Yeah. Where um, you're, say, say, taking it out of the kink realm, a lot of people are upset if they see a parent spank a child or something along those lines. Uh, it's, we did the demo and we had to explain to everybody, we did a college demo, Bogie and I, a few weeks back, and I, uh, someone had asked me the proper way of face slapping. And I asked Boogie to demonstrate on me. And he did a, you know, he had to do. That was intense. I was not ready for that. (laughs) He had to do some negotiation with uh, the rest of the people around. But just the reaction of people watching me get slapped in the face Mm -hmm. was, it impacted a lot of people. And we had to do a lot of pre-negotiate beforehand. Otherwise, I would have considered that as. It's a potential trigger for yeah. people. Yeah. Which is. is which is great because my second point was that we consider spanking to be light play, not edgy. But to some people, it can be a very traumatic thing to witness if they're remembering something horrible from their childhood. So yeah. seeing ugly people kiss is traumatic for me. <laughs> so should that not Boogie. be? Or seeing people hug each other? No, it's that's just none creepy of this, to me. That's none of this why stuff are you doing is, that? Is that's contact. The law. Having some a leash on somebody or collar on someone, a little light spanking. Is giving someone a pat on the butt illegal? Because they do it in sports all the time. That's A pat is very different than spanking, in especially case, with disciplinary. Yes, it's all about context. It's what, as a society, we accept you know, patting somebody on the butt in a game. That's not a big deal. If you see some goth person with a collar on, you're not going to give it a second look. You're just going to hand them a razor blade and in, a Morrissey <laughs> album. In, in, con- in a different context, when you're in a restaurant yeah. and there is an expected social behavior and you turn around and even even if it's obvious that you're joking as this uh, commenter was saying it was obviously they, they were goofing off well it's obvious to them it, it, but there you go yeah. it's not accepted accepted uh, it, social behavior yeah so i it, as a as an exhibitionist i have lots of 
fantasies where I'm doing things all sorts of places in public, but the reality is that I only really like doing them at the dungeon where I know that everyone who's walking in is open to seeing something like that. I don't like the idea of non-consensually including people in my exhibitionism. They might be uncomfortable and I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But what mm-hmm. is exhibition well, it, without it as, i mean it could be well no because i can get naked in the dungeon and get my face smacked or my ass slapped in the dungeon there's people watching and, that's and I, I you're enough. absolutely right I but think i don't that's have to the do difference. it i don't have to do it in front of the open window in the las vegas hotel where there are children walking on the street that could look up and see because that's yeah. that's involving people who don't need to be involved it's in it. it's kind of creepy yeah. yeah you know adults fuck them but the kids it's creepy yeah it and creepy. you're in a restaurant a kid could have walked in Okay, what about, um, okay, so now we're getting into a whole genre. I like what's called car tours. And uh, and that's where I get the look. I get the look. From We've who? Done From it. Abyss? Yeah, we have. Yeah, don't, yeah, we have. Thank you. So I have an adapter in my lighter, and I have a Hitachi uh, vibrating wand in my glove box that I just keep there. And so we can drive places, on trips, whatever, and you're going for that kind of public play where there's a danger of getting caught. So now we can talk and say, well, that's completely immoral and unethical if somebody catches you. If somebody catches you because they're in the car, they can't, unless they're in a truck up above and looking down, they can't really see what's going on. They're maybe seeing a funny face. That's, he that likes code. to park. I like to park. I like to go to places like we're going to go to this church parking lot and you're going to stare at the Virgin Mary and masturbate for me. Or the duck park. Or the duck park. Yeah. See, see, we have to now your recollection, which was, by the way, that was totally hot. I like, I like doing it. Like, I mean, it's, it was different. It was, he was driving and then had his fingers in, in places. I, sure. Yeah. But yeah, but nobody could see what was happening. They could, if they looked, they could just see my face. Mm-hmm. I okay. think I think this was very much a good topic, and it's something for people, kink people, to be respectful of the rest of community. Risk aware. If yeah. you're going to do things in public, know that you could offend people and get yourself in legal trouble. But I'm still going to do my car tours. Fuck off. Okay. So, <laughs> can we talk about queefs? Oh please, oh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, that's good. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh, thank you, Mr. Ed. <laughs> my sex is good. Chewing on my microphone left today. <laughs> so this was a blog by Buglet, and it was creeping up the KMP charts this week. And I have to say, I, I fell in love with this. Uh, she's talking about the very funny but oh so embarrassing female sound known as the queef. <laughs> <laughs> and she talks about how. She is one of the fortunate ladies gifted with long inner labia folds. <laughs> I love her descriptions. And, and those suckers vibrate when I exhale air. The gasp of my hungry pussy pulling in air and the arousal and then getting it pushed out with the rising heights of my climax to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes on to talk about that. This is something she had to and is still working on because it's not the sexy it really is not the sexy when you know what funny is sexy funny is sexy thank you funny is sexy she specifically talks about while she's getting oral and she's excited (laughs) (laughs) you feel like i have a little goatee on the bottom and sometimes it's a little long and if someone does it all of a sudden i feel (laughs) and i'm all wow that's pretty good and she and she is aware that this is a natural part of the female body blah 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 she's like 
I, it's not sexy. She, she goes on to talk about, there's never queefing in porno. There was they never- can edit that shit. <laughs> There's no editing in real life. She's like the <laughs> pussy fart is something you you have to work your head around. They don't do it in movies. No, no queefing in movies. They also don't go to the bathroom in movies. They also don't say goodbye when they hang up on the phone on the movies. Hmm. You know, movies are not real. In real life, people queef. So they should deal with you it. know queef and hang up the fucking phone. You know, because it's rude. <laughs> you know, you're eating up minutes there. You know, and I think. If I queef, it's over. Yeah. Really? <laughs> the scene is over. I cannot. Uh, I can't. I have trouble getting into a good headspace at the best of times. If there's a queef involved, forget it. <laughs> oh, no. I, it will. I Own won't. it. I'll, I just. <laughs> I, I have owned it. I, I, I've just, done. Yeah. yeah. I've got it to the point where I'm like, if if I'm in that, it, it I basically feel like it's my pussy going, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly the what next it time, is the next time you hear someone queef or you queef yourself just imagine that exactly. right? problem solved imagine that that abyss is at the end of the bed going yay yeah. <laughs> you know you can be hung up about this you really have the choice you have the choice to treat your body as some taboo horrible dirty thing that was programmed into our heads by you know society and and religiously oppressed people that Men. thought the vagina and the asshole and the penis was a dirty thing. That's you can over. You can do that, or. but you don't have to. <laughs> what if you created a headspace with yourself and with your lovers, which I work really, really hard to do, that when human stuff happens, which it's going to happen, you're, you're enjoying having sex with a human. You're, in, you're enjoying the interaction, the physicality of that. If you let human stuff just be human stuff, and you just, like, we have a rule, you know, if there's a fart, we laugh, we move on. That's the same thing when I do massage on, on women when I do my work. You know, I let them know ahead of time. If there's a sound that comes out, we, we giggle about it and move on. It's not a big deal. Although I will say, when you get a good one, because there have been situations where it's Own like, that shit. It's, it's <laughs> like the three and a half second long ones. Bam! Oh, no, where it's, it's a continuous thing because it keeps... It, oh, yeah, yeah. Applies, but it's, it happens in certain <laughs> positions. Yeah. And, yeah. You're just there and you can't... You're like, oh, yeah. After like five in a row, I'm like, okay, I can't. Oh, I can't. Damn. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna show this. I mean... I, it's, not, it's not an issue of... I've, I've had recently, but back when I was, you know, married and having sex regularly, it in certain positions it would happen a lot, and it would just be like, go for it until it gets uncomfortable, and then just let's flip me over. It's it'll be fine. You're you're <laughs> shoving air. I mean, if if it's you're talking about penis in vagina or penis in ass, you're you're pushing air in when you come mm-hmm. out, especially if you're doing like that tease, you know, where you like fuck them a little bit and then you pull it out and you poke yeah. the tip of your dick at their fucking hole, and then you shove it thing. in. You know, that there's air that goes in it. That's physics, man. It just shit happens. So when That's you come out, topic. when you, what shit happens, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, by the way, <laughs> sometimes that comes with the sounds that come out. And once again, shit happens. And you know, you're going to never with you, pumpkin ever. You are a clean, spotless, fragile. I am. Do- God damn it. Of all do- days, of not angel. to have the camera, all the looks that a business. That was the best. <laughs> But just let it go. I mean, how much fun, How much better is it to communicate with a partner and say, hey, let's just make this not a big deal. Let's just make this a safe place that we can actually connect and have sex and just enjoy the fun of being sexual together. And that's basically where she's saying she's she is working on and, and trying to create a headspace for her that she can still feel sexy because I guess this happens a lot. And she still feels sexy and is able to express herself without feel shame or dirty or ridiculous. Yep. 
there's no reason to apologize for your body doing what your body's going to do. And especially if the dude has a part in it. You're shoving air in me. Where's it going to go? Out my fucking elbow? You fucking dick. And if you're that hung up on it, then don't fuck me. How about that, ladies? How about making that the answer? If some guy that you're fucking acts offended by it, then you go, hey, you know, there's a great answer here. Don't fuck me. And then you won't ever have to worry about hearing my body do a body thing. Like I said, I don't care. (laughs) Which, by the way, I think that cures it all. Thank you. Thank you, Queefing. Polly. Wait, no, not doing that this week. No, I'm sorry. We're not doing polysanity this week. We're going to do it next week because I just really need to study more. Let's just do some fee stuff. Fee is magic. Magic. Sometimes tragic. Tragic. She's dreaming about dick all day. And now she's got some shit to say. Fee on fee. Uh, my topic six this week are a little bit connected. One will lead into the other. Um, so on my non-kinky dating dating profiles, I say I'm kinky. Like on OkCupid and Tinder or wherever else I'm on. Um, and I'm hoping that that's going to attract similarly kinky part. Like I'm hoping that it'll be like, hey, I'm kinky too. What's up? Let's talk. But sometimes it's there's the non-kinky guys that say, so what does that mean? And I don't really like, what is kinky? I would This I'm opening up to you guys. What does it mean to be kinky? Where does where do you draw the line? Of, for some people, it's like, oh, you pull my hair and spank me during sex. That's kinky. And for some people, it's like, I'm going to cut you, piss on you, and then be a 24-hour master-slave relationship with you. And it's like, that's a really big, that's a really big gap between the two. Oh, 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 Boogie's geez. hand is up. Go ahead, Boogie. Yes, Boogie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I didn't know okay. Boogie has a little. Oh, I did. <laughs> it's childish. childish. It's not a fucking little. I'm a daddy, but sometimes I'm childish. childish. <laughs> what was the question? Daddy. What's kinky? I am an explorer sexually. Mm-hmm. And that means if I find things that seem interesting or sound interesting, I am willing to explore those things. And if they are fun, I do them. And if they turn out to not be fun, then I don't. But I don't stop myself from exploring with a partner that maybe has new ideas or, or creative aspects of sexuality. So for some people, kinky can be a blowjob. Absolutely. Okay. I don't think that most people would categorize that though. As, I think because that a no lot matter of people do what it. we do, it, there is a, a, a baseline, I guess, that you could call it, that in society we consider these things, oh, I hate this word, normal. Out of the social norm. Yes, and then the rest where we... Anything above that line is now considered kinky. Handcuffs, little spanking, that's kinky because it's not, it goes above our baseline. I mean, I think that's the it's a perception issue because if you speak with someone who's not in an actively kinky lifestyle um, and you say, oh, yeah, I like to get my ass spanked when I'm getting laid. The fact that I'm just uh, talking about getting laid is pretty kinky for them. But then if you talk with people in our social circle where you like hang out at dungeons and stuff, then it's like a spanking. It's like, yeah, whatever. Everybody does that. You know, that's nothing. It's only kinky the first time. Yeah. And after that, it becomes, which is kind of true. The, she, why am I getting a dirty? She was going to say that. <laughs> Literally taking a breath. To well, you weren't fast enough. Well, no one's overdoming the mic today, I guess. Whatever. I will now face you. What do you have to say, Abyss? We get this question a lot on the on the panels, and we generally tell people that kink can be from zero to nine hundred. Mm-hmm. It's a bell curve, and it's really whatever falls in between those things. If someone has 
sex and I'll, I'll use what Boogie always says and it's connecting and all they do is face each other and they keep the lights off and they have their socks on but it's connected and it's fierce and it's passionate that's that's really all you need but when you bring in other things that are outside the quote-unquote social norms like spanking or um and to be honest it doesn't have to be sexual that's the other thing everyone is assuming that kink means sex oh no 90 percent of the things i do when i what is my kinkier stuff it has nothing to do with sex. Like a hundred percent of the kink that I do so, has nothing to do with sex. Like so. having Sam spin the wheel of kink later. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> He's nervous. We can see him sitting there with his hands crossed. That's how he always is. fidgeting oh. a little bit. <laughs> I think that also there's in the community, the more we do it, the less we start thinking it as kink because it becomes our baseline. So and, and for me, at least, the word kink has become something that I use for people outside of the community so that they at least understand what I'm about to be talking about. So that's why I think it's so hard to answer that because it's normal for us. We don't consider it a kink anymore. Yeah. Even when we do something new, there's always something that we do that's new or but somebody else has done it. Now, instead of being like, I think for some people, maybe kink, like you're talking about that are not in the community, kink is something like, ooh, taboo. But for us, yes. even the most extreme right. things, we're pretty much just going to analyze and go, oh, that's cool. That sounds really cool. It's not, sh- there's like a sh- certain maybe shock factor to the word when you say, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Like people go, oh, that's kinky because it's like a little bit taboo and shocking. No, no, no I yeah. it's not to me. I have a whole, it's been rolling around in my head, the idea of taboo and what is taboo. A great party at Threshold I, on the first Saturday of every month, <laughs> Threshold.org. Which Boogie hosts? Only 80s. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> intending to bring this up, but there was a taboo writing challenge recently, and it mm. took me a while to come up with something because what's taboo to me are things, there are things that I will think about that I don't really want to do, like going to, uh, for my, my day job, which has to do with fundraising, to actually you know, sleep with a donor to get the gig like that mm. to get the money. That would be taboo for me because I wouldn't really do that. How much money? Well, I mean, I, I got $300,000, but it wasn't for me, but, um, but no, but that's like, so the idea of taboo, like, well, there's, there's, cause there's people who talk about consensual non-consent, super mm-hmm. hot, not really taboo because of the consent part for me. That's, that's where that, that's a whole, you know what? I can bring that up next week. Mm-hmm. So, the second part, because that what is kinky leads into the next part, um, which is when someone says, so what are you into? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am into the yes. Because yes. that's a hard question to answer. Now, when, when someone who is part of the kinky lifestyle asks you that, then then it's a conversation that takes place and they those can, are negotiations yeah it's called negotiation <laughs> there's just like so do you like rope do you like this do you like that what are your you know what are your limits your all that stuff but when it's somebody from one of these dating sites they're like so you're kinky what does that mean and what are you into i'm like uh same answer i'm sexually an explorer and I will do things that are creative. Here are some of the things that I've done. Thank you for answering. Now we can asking. Now we can have a conversation about so it. So the answer I gave the guy that asked me, um, I said, I'm into having my partner take charge, be the aggressor, and, you know, fun stuff like restraints and spanking and hair pulling. And his answer was, I can do that. 
Of course you can. <laughs> sure you can. And Let me put down my hot pocket <laughs> and my response, in my mom's basement. My response to him was like, awesome, but maybe first you should try asking me out. Like that would be a super dominant thing for you to do is actually ask me out before you start imagining me on my knees sucking your dick. How about that? That's, that's, that's asking a Hang on a, a sec. <laughs> Let me wiggle my dick into my pee jug. I have a pee jug because I play World of Warcraft for 19 hours before I be an online dom. I think this is more, she's talking about the, the non-kink world. But even mm. in the kink world, I remember the first time that Boogie approached me, he's like, so what are you into? And I was like, uh, there's a big, giant answer to that I can't do in one sentence. Like, how do you answer that question? What, I just started you pick asking. the favorites? Yeah, I, I started asking the, like, A, if you watch someone play, like if you're able to go to a dungeon or whatever, you can watch people play and see. Normally, they'll kind of lean towards what they enjoy. And um, I've started just asking, what are your hard limits? Yeah, I feel like that's a, a it's, smaller bucket. If it's, if it's, especially if it's an experienced player, Mm-hmm. versus it versus someone he's, who's he's shaking his head oh, oh. Mm. versus someone who's new <laughs> where you have to take them by the hand and guide them through everything um yes if if someone knew i would definitely be more compassionate but if it's an experienced player and you just for me at least that's that's the road i'm taking I just shake my head because Abyss can say anything the fuck she wants to somebody and they'll still be like yes this is awesome and hot where we have to think of things like, why would you start your pitch with a negative? What are your hard limits? Now you're getting someone to visualize the worst thing that they don't want done to them. If you want someone to play with you, you want to put them on that mountaintop and have them see themselves in this exciting, wonderful thing. So you would say, what things are you curious about? Because usually people are curious about something that they might like. That's one approach. Sure. So I think, I, I think when the first time that you boogie approached me and asked, what are you into? I think my answer was, you know, fun stuff. I think that's and then you what can I go, actually And then you can said. go into that. Like, do you like spanking? Well, but, do you, I mean, that, you kind of start slow and build your way that's up. That's exactly what happened is then you started leading the conversation asking me, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Because then I can answer yes or no. And find out what I like. Yeah, it's also that. <laughs> you know, as the top, I kind of want to do things I like exactly. too. Exactly. That's so. why I said, what are your hard limits? Mm-hmm. See, you can do that. She, yeah, you <laughs> if I did that, then all of a sudden they're all, ew, he's scary. He's going to try to push me past where I want to go. Which he does. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Shh. Blowtorch. Fucking <laughs> 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 no. Blowtorch no. was fun. No, it wasn't. And well, if you are it, ever concerned whether or not I will stop somebody, just remember the blowtorch. Just remember the blowtorch. Well, you said when you stop somebody you if I don't like You said it. you had enough, and I stopped burning your foot with a blowtorch. <laughs> oh it was a. It wasn't a blowtorch as much as it was like a creme brulee. That's still a mini fucking blowtorch. Mini is so cute sounding though. Here, let's take a butane lighter to your feet and see how it goes. I did to check it out. I did it on my arm and burned my (laughs) (laughs) arm. Not to mention that don't hit my feet is also on my list. So I already don't like pain on my feet. And then you're fucking setting them on fire. Oh, anyway, man. That's, uh, that's my that's Consensual my non-consent. <laughs> that wasn't even consensual that non-consensual. Was non-consensual. That was non-consensual non-consent. Hey, here's the torch. I'm using it. Uh, oh, whatever. Perfection and perfection. You know what? Mm. God damn it. You know what? what's consensual non-consensual? Mm. Sam? Sam. Hi. 
Sam's been waiting for his moment. Sam, you see that that wheel next to you, right? Yes. Yes, that that's called the wheel of kink, Sam. And you notice it has a bunch of things written on it, like spanking and and belts and and vi- there's violet wand and fire. And we're not gonna we'll probably do fire today. <laughs> it's warm in the in the garage, so Camp we'll, we'll skip over that in Camp Fifi. It's not a garage. Don't it's Camp burn. Fifi. Don't burn down. Oh, sorry. Don't burn down Camp Fifi. <laughs> Sam, I want you to go up to that wheel that we have lovingly. Go stand next to that. And Sam, other than fire play, you do agree to let Abyss do to you whatever you land on. Yes, I do agree to that. Thank you very much. He's a, like, yes, I that's do. That's important. He's practically ripping off his fucking pants he's and like, handing her. I please, brought you extra stuff, too. Please land on this. Please land on Sam, this. Sam, spin the wheel. We should sound. put sounds on there. Sam, have you ever had sounds? <laughs> we don't have a sounds. Come on. Oh, no, it's going to that. Oh, canes are good. Canes. No. Ah. Be- belts. Oh, belts. 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 Oh, look at the one they have over there, too. Oh, it's got all these Look, Sam's like, I'll take off my pants now. I'm going to turn a, this way. Whose belt is that? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a That uh, Abyss now has a metal. Uh, it's, like a it's one of those. Hey, hey, hey. We just missed the best part. Sam took his pants down, and he's bent over here. All right, you guys go ahead. I'm looking the other way, man. Look the other way. Hey, I am super. Hang on a sec. So let's describe the belt that Abyss is going to lovingly it's a, whack. It's a, it's let's a describe black, his underwear. It's a, that is nice. It's got it's a, grommets all yeah, the way metal. through it, so it's more metal than black than, leather belt with metal grommets. Belt. Sam, how do you feel right now? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scary. Just to me. so our perverted <laughs> podcast listeners know, and now Abyss. Takes control. Nice. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't see Sam's face. I have, I have the <laughs> ass blocking, so the sound is fine. That doesn't fuck with me. Get him! Ooh, oh, oh, that's a good oh. face. That's a good face. He hasn't stopped smiling. He's a jerk. He's on. I can be back here every week. Oh. Why are you backing off? The first one was good. Fuck him. She's <laughs> reading him. You're not. <laughs> I don't care. He's a dude. What? Fuck off. Yes. Turn the other way. God, twat. <laughs> I'm working All for right, Sam right. here. Mm. There's a lip bite involved with that one. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> uh, All right, and the last one. Gonna be a good one. Get, a, get a start from the garage door. <laughs> Just like fucking run up. Freaking topping from the side. Fuck <laughs> up. I can do this myself. Thanks. Okay, All right. Ready to take the last one for me? Good boy. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounded delightful. I actually Thank pushed you. him forward. Yay! <laughs> good job, Sam. Sam, how do you feel? Mm, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Sam spanked nice. by the lovely and beautiful Abyss. I love this podcast. That is, I really do. I like the Wheel of Kink. I'm excited. We have a Wheel of Kink. People come in. So look at him. He's all glassy-eyed. He's all, I have no physical uh, inability to spin the wheel again. No, we have to move our now, show now, along. Now, from where you are right now, try and continue a podcast. That's what happened to me the last time. I was like, I can't talk anymore. Real quick, smack her in the face a couple times. Wake her up. Nope, that doesn't work. (laughs) Now we've gone down the other road. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Love and sex questions answered by the sagely wise and awesome Uh. us.
Because fuck it, the more opinions you have, the more choices you have. It's super duper important that we remind you to turn off that microphone. What? Oh. We are <laughs> God. Okay. That there. we are not, not therapists. therapists. Therapy. You need therapy. Please get some therapy. That is awesome. All right. Okay. So who do we got? Okay. We have a, a question. Dear Perverted Podcast, I was re-listening to the segment in episode three where you talk about not focusing on an orgasm for women as a way to get there more easily. You remember that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. back in episode three. Back in episode three. Now that we're at there. episode 10. 10. Wow. As a top-leaning switch, I want to know about how that might apply to getting to subspace or spacing out. Are there methods you think work better for that? Or is it... Oh, I cut off the rest of this. But that was basically the question. Uh, it's actually a, a, our friend. We know him, Bacon. And he uh, he's a top-leaning switch. He mostly tops. But when he bottoms, he has a hard time getting to subspace. And is it the same as the advice we gave for a woman who had a difficult time reaching orgasm, which is just let go? You've got to just let go and stop trying. I think at, I, I can sympathize completely with this situation as a top-heavy switch. <laughs> <laughs> I can sympathize. It it also takes a lot for the top. Like if I'm not feeling it or connection, like if the connection isn't great with the top, it's not something I'm just going to instantly, it's not my first, it's not my nature to just be like, oh, submission. <laughs> so for me, it took a while. And honestly, it took a, a deep connection with somebody to reach that place where I could let go. So it could take time and, a, and for me, a, a connection. Uh, yeah, it sounds to me like connection has a big, I mean, for me, I, yeah, you pull my hair, I'm in subspace. It's not that difficult for me. But um, but without the connection, if someone were to pull my hair and I have no connection with them, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, so it, it, it helps. Um, yeah, so for, I think for some people, they're just not going to get to the first time they play with someone. It it. It takes that. I wouldn't make that a rule for anybody. Well, no, there's no it's, rules for it's anyone. It's likely but. that you'll need to build that connection. But, I mean, there's people that I've played with that have never even played before. And they go out because they were just open to that experience. And mm-hmm. I think that really comes down. Uh, and then I'm speaking from the top, mm-hmm. talking to a lot of different bottoms. Fuck off. I'm so, I'm what speaking as a, no because she you heard smirky land she's like mm, go ahead Mister Experience Bottom hey I bottomed my whole childhood okay fine no subspace <clears throat> no subspace no negotiation and no aftercare um, what were we talking about <laughs> we were talking about the you know I've played with a lot of bottoms that have have uh, say I have a problem uh, achieving subspace or people that have never played and it really wants as the top. My job is to create an environment. I talk about that all the time. If I create that environment where I say, look, let's take this off the table, very much like we talked in episode three, seven episodes ago. Because um, we're at 10 that, now. that we're at 10. <laughs> so we let go of our goal. And if your goal is subspace, you're probably not going to reach subspace because now you're focusing on it and now you're going to analyze every step of the way. Is this subspace? Am I getting closer? What am I doing? That's not natural. The idea is that you're releasing chemicals and hormones in your body that are going to allow you to get to a relaxed euphoric state. And if you keep trying for that, then you're kind of defeating the purpose. I can say also coming from the top point where it's like when with the top heavy switch, it adds annoyingly harsh levels because if the person, at least in my experience, isn't dominant enough and isn't raw enough and whatever and doesn't put that energy in, I can't, 
I can't feed off that. Every hit, every swat, everything. I'm thinking in my head, A, I'm not letting go and just being with the moment. But in my head, I'm going, really? That's where you're going to do that? So, yeah. I, I was thinking that it might have had something to do with that for him specifically because he's a, he's a he's a ropey person. So when he's doing ropey as a bottom with someone else, I'm wondering if it's like, oh, oh, you're, you're going to tie that he's, way? Or you, he's he's judging, like, he's analyzing. analyzing he's yeah. analyzing and not just letting go of where it's his hard. brain space can go. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that might have something to do with it. More. Kathy, Kathy why aren't you tying? Kathy's like, <laughs> Kathy's who's going to tie me right up? Now. It's also interesting. I, hey, I think it's both. I think it's a two-way street. The person has to be dominant enough or hit your buttons enough, and the person who's on the bottom has to let go of their shit and work at letting go of that stuff. I have a connection with a guy I sub to, but we have been playing for over a year, and I only... Two months ago, hit subspace for the first time. Mm. Nice. So, and that was because I wasn't. It's not that I wasn't. It's just that I have so many fucking issues in my head that I've had a lot to work through, and it's taken me a while. So, I kind of agree with Boogie that you have to let go of that goal, but you can't let go of all goals. You have to let go of the end goal. I want to get to subspace, and your next goal has to be brought down dramatically. And my next goal was, I was at square one. I had to mm. just get out of my head, and then week after that or the month after that I would try well then stop get rid of the audience in your head let's do that and I would take it a step at a time but I never thought of my end goal subspace and it just happened on its own but it took a long time I think it depends on how much shit you have to get through in your own head I think that's awesome that you say that I mean the old zen is detached from the outcome which should be every event in your life that we're interested in the race we're not interested in some <laughs> dumb prize um, fee. I just saw something. What'd you see? Queef? No, something it says fee on fee and then it says whore. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. Another Zen moment for free. <laughs> Zen whore fee. But I think, um, because we talk about let it go, let it go, let it go. And, and I think Kathy did great breaking that down, um, to that there are little steps and little goals that you set. I would also like to add on to that from, uh, just, a a headspace on how to let it go is to first accept that your brain has like three trillion functions a day. So you're never going to be able to completely clear your mind, except the fact that you're going to be able to, um, have little steps of that. So those voices are going to come in. Oh, are they tying this way? Oh, they're going to hit me like that. If you immediately follow that with, Hey, I hear you. I hear that you want to be critical right now, but we're not going to do that because we're going to go here. And I always tell, talk about the glowing hand that you just push those thoughts out of the way gently. You don't not acknowledge them. You just say, not right now. I'm, I'm going to focus on this. I hear you. Thank you very much. Yes, that's a shitty tie, but no, I'm going to move <laughs> here. And so that training is how you let go. That's what they spend years and years and years learning how to meditate. They don't try to teach you how to clear your mind on the first day. They teach you how to accept that your mind is an amazingly functioning, multifaceted place, and you have to kind of work with it because the brain's always like, fix things, fix puzzles, pa 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 And you have to give it that per permission in the front of your mind where you're focusing, not right now. And that will help you get more and more. And that's the same with orgasm. It's the same with letting go and subspace. And I love that you called it training because that's exactly what it is. And if you don't go into it, at least for me, knowing that, you'll get uh, 
disappointed very easily because it is training you have to reach and you have to do it over and over and over again i hate to bring everybody down but really if you're trying to go from where you are to someplace that you've never been before and it's really far away from you i I hate to say it but that's what you have to do you have to retrain your mind or or like boogie says sit on the toilet backwards he he loves change your point of view like i showered with a needle in and got super high on subspace yeah it was awesome (laughs) I don't. I, yeah, I think it's not always about the uh, the impact or the hitty. Also, what gets you to subspace could be as simple as having someone like sc- scratch your hair until you calm down enough and just kind of zone out. That's kind of like what subspace <laughs> is. It's really, it, it's when you feel safe and comfortable with your partner. It doesn't have to it be about mess, impact. Just, it's not definitely, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the high. I mean, mm-hmm. anything, it's just, are you okay? Are you enjoying yeah. your moment and free from that? Burden. Have a good time. And, and Is that it? That's it. Up. So everybody, please send in your kink, love, relationship, and sex questions in 100 words or less to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And please put the word advice in the subject line. Or Boogie's head will explode. <laughs> Again? <laughs> All of our heads are going to explode. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. There you go. We're totally... Oh, that's right. We didn't do polysanity. I'm a dick. We're going to just do the song. We're going to okay. do... This song uh, I wrote... Specifically for Fee. <laughs> the irony of me I, singing I, I this song, this. by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, Fee, you know, sometimes gets a little hung up on this topic and uses it to judge men she's um, potentially going to date. And it kind of, you know... Dick size? No. Um, actually, this topic that we're going to talk about. <laughs> and then we talked about... Um, the fact that maybe she needs to on this specific topic she needs to let go a little bit and understand that uh, creativity and it doesn't make you a bad person if you aren't good at this necessarily thing so uh we're i actually getting looks from everybody today <laughs> so we're gonna try this song and probably fuck it up because it's a hard ukulele song for me and and uh but uh let's just do this song everyone take a deep breath show 10 Oh my god, there you go again Being righteous in a comment section You're a self-appointed no-life pseudo-intellectual Demanding like it matters our spelling perfection Internet grammar Nazi Why do you have to come so unglued? It's not like I dropped out of high school Just to fuck with you the world won't end if I misspell a word or improperly punctuate. You only point out my mistakes because you're so fucking lame you can't respond to my debate. Y-O-U-R. Lawn mower monkey fucker. Y-O-U-R. A cheeseburger decomposed. Y-O-U-R. Annoying and now exposed. Internet grammar Nazi. Life doesn't center on the structure of words. I'm not sure I want to learn better grammar, but not from a snobby turd. So get some lube and loosen up, and we'll all get along just great. I think you'll find without the stick up your ass, it's pretty easy to communicate. Ha! So that's it. We did it! We did it! We did it! But please go learn the difference between your and your. Just do it. Let me. it go. Let it go. Fee, let that it go. Is our show. Let it go. Get laid more. Let go of the grammar Nazi stuff. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And, and and if you're in Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts, to Fee, Woo! Abyss, Woo! Boogie, Woo! Kathy, Woo! and Sam. Woo!
who's still smiling. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. <laughs> or you, you suck. suck. <laughs> and finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of FetLife so we have something to actually talk about each week. Until next week, thank you, Perverted Podcast listeners, for keeping this ship a sail. For 10 10 episodes. episodes. We, we are, are out of here. here. Meow, 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 meow. C Y O U R without the apostrophe oh, R E. Yeah, yeah. We get it. Was it. Very, you know, it's C U N T, right? C U. Oh. oh. oh.